that time again. Tom Friedley, James Howard Kunstler, the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast, only on Radio Zeitgeist. Jim's particular genius this morning, my cold read, Nausea Rules. Jim begins, what's out there, rather, is a model of breakdown and collapse, which the woked-up globalist neo-Jacobins are doing everything possible to hasten. The way financial markets puked this week, they must have started reading the news. Let's face it, the headlines are a little short of reassuring. The $6.49 price on a gallon of diesel is enough alone to tell you that the nation can't do business the way it's set up to do. And there isn't a new model for running things ready to launch. Not even Klaus Schwab's utopia of robots and eunuchs. What's out there, rather, is a model of breakdown and collapse which the woked-up globalist neo-Jacobins are doing everything possible to hasten. U.S.-inspired sanctions on Russia have quickly blown up in America's face. How's that ban on Russian oil working? Do you understand that U.S. shale oil, the bulk of our production, is exceptionally light in composition, meaning it contains not much of the heavier distillates like diesel and aviation fuel? Tis so, alas. Truckers just won't truck at $6.49 a gallon, and before long they'll be out of business altogether, especially the independents who have whopping mortgages on their rigs that won't be paid. The equation is tearfully simple. No trucks equals no U.S. economy. Europe, the old original homeland of Western civilization, isn't just losing face. It's blowing its head clean off going along with Joe Biden's economic war. Are Germany, France, and the rest of that bunch really so dead set on jamming Ukraine into NATO that they're willing to go full medieval for it? By which I mean sitting in the cold and dark with empty plates. That's a hard way to go just to prove somebody else's point. The war in Ukraine itself was apparently losing its sex appeal for the click-hungry news media. No matter which way the New York Times and friends tried to spin it, they failed to grok both Russia's determination to neutralize Ukraine and its ability to get the job done, even if it takes a longer-than-expected grind to finish. That's how important it was to Russia that Ukraine not become a forward missile base and bioweapons lab for its adversaries. When that operation concludes, the West will be left economically crippled and humiliated, which are conditions that historically portend regime change. Will America cough up Joe Biden like a hairball to get those trucks running again? Might the Dems themselves resort to releasing the Kraken known as Hunter's laptop just to send the old grifter packing, Jim asks? In the meantime, the leaked Roe v. Wade cancellation ruling shoved the Ukraine fiasco offstage so as to provoke more useful histrionics for the dreaded midterm elections upcoming. The poorly understood truth is that said ruling will only send the abortion question back to the individual states. But let's get real. Places like New York, Massachusetts, Maryland, and California are not going to enact any new anti-abortion laws, and that's where most of the people having hebephrenic breakdowns over the issue live. Which is to say, there's little danger that the shrieking denizens of these blue states will lack abortions. So, how much has the party only been pretending that Roe v. Wade is its primal touchstone? The strange parallel question has been raised, 
Might laissez-faire abortion be a cover for the evident new problem that COVID-19 vaccines have made a shocking number of birthing people incapable of reproducing? There's a buzz about it anyway. It's a fact that Pfizer excluded pregnant and breastfeeding women from all phases of its mRNA trials. Among the various harms now ascribed to the mRNA shots are infertility, miscarriage, and newborn abnormalities. But of course, that sort of rumor, in this case, coming from cases among vaccinated military personnel and not so easily hushed up, is just what the many lurking censors want to slap down in any forum where ideas could be exchanged. It's misinformation! And so, the derangement volume knob over Twitter changing ownership stays up at 11. Imagine what will happen if the supposedly 70-odd percent of Americans who got backs learn in a re-liberated Twitter zone that the COVID-19 vaccines are not safe and effective? According to Zero Hedge, 26 globalist NGOs with ties to George Soros signed a letter saying, quote, Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter will further toxify our information ecosystem and be a direct threat to public safety, especially among those already most vulnerable and marginalized. They are, as usual, projecting, since what is a greater threat to public safety than inducing tens of millions of frightened citizens to accept multiple shots of a poorly tested pharmaceutical cocktail that can kill you six ways to Sunday? The folks in charge, and others who would like to be the boss of you, don't want you to know any of this. The pharma companies, the doctors, the hospital administrators, and the politicians must be frantic with terror of being found out. Altogether, the scene looks like a multi-dimensional nightmare, broken economy, sinking Western civilization, police state tyranny, vaccine death and injury, starvation. So there it is. Oh look, those markets, they're peaking again. Tom Friedley, Radio Zeitgeist.